0: You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the MLS Fantasy Insider, our preview of round 19. This episode is brought to you by... The fantasy headache symptoms include hashtag because MLS, call ups, and the return of Carless Heal. No, wait, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Actually, brought to you by the amazing Patreon supporters of the MLS Fantasy Insider and MLSFantasyBoss.com. I'm your host Reed Connolly from MLS Fantasy Boss, and tonight I'm joined by our co-host Blaine Riffle. Uh, once again, Ashley is is out couldn't couldn't uh, join us tonight, so please do keep her and her family in your thoughts. Uh, she should, should should be back next week, but uh, in her place, we'd like to welcome our very special guest, one of our top Patreon supporters, Nathaniel Quants. How's everyone doing tonight? Good. Also, well. Good Glad to have you here, Nathaniel. Now you've been a patreon supporter for what about
1: three years now? Yes. Um, I was two years and then I took a year off because I was I didn't actually play FMLS uh, because I was I really liked the salary side of the game and when they mucked with that and like sort of made it so it wasn't like actually like you could make money and then you know just be Mr. Pennybags and just like buy whoever you want um i i kind of i kind of took that year off so i didn't do much but then back in with a vengeance once they uh reverted to back in. Uh, the way i like to play i guess
0: indeed indeed well we are happy to have you here happy to have you back into the patreon uh family have you found that go ahead and give a quick little plug for why you have uh, chosen to be a patreon supporter for all these
1: years uh i like fantasy mls i like mls as a league and uh, I like this particular community, uh, mostly the fantasy community. And I've been listening to you guys now for the entire time. It was like, <laughs> I, had, I had like two friends who were like, you should join fantasy MLS just cause, and we're going to do a league, but it's just going to be the three of us. And we were all like season ticket members for uh, sporting. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then once I started that, like, because I play other fantasy sports, I was like, "Well, I don't want to do this, and then like, just be god awful because, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna get smoked by these guys." And so I started uh, searching around, and I found uh, uh, MLS Fantasy Boss, and then found the podcast. And I'm a podcast guy, and as a result, uh, I just fell in, and I enjoy the, I enjoy the tips, I enjoy the, I enjoy the, I enjoy all the banter, and uh, I've really enjoyed as a result of getting really back into it heavily this year. I've really enjoyed the Discord, Discord community. So yeah. um, I can't recommend that enough. Uh, my That's my only plug, plugin, I guess I did it at the top. So, hey. so, so much for the rundown. It's um, not, no, it's
0: all good, we'll, yeah. we'll hit it up both places.
1: Uh, yeah, I found that to be um, super useful and also super enjoyable, just uh, like good people and uh, good hangouts. So,
0: We're so excited to have you with us tonight. Uh, for those of you Uh, who don't know we have a patreon community which is just a way that the fans of our show can help donate to the show to help support the costs that we have for hosting and and broadcasting and also to help for the prizes that we give out Uh, the swag that we give out to everyone and the prizes that we give for our league winners those are all uh, just funded by we who produce a show and the supporters through the patreon community so it's it's a blessing to have everybody here with us and nathaniel as one of our top supporters has earned a spot to be a guest tonight that's that's one of the perks of being one of our top supporters so we have different tiers and this is and this is the guest spot and unfortunately nathaniel has some bragging that he can do compared to us for this week so uh it's going to be a fun time uh, so let's just start. oh if you want to check out the patreon i almost forgot most important part you need to go to patreon.com slash mlsfi that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash mlsfi so let's talk about the round recap i already see a lot of moaning and groaning in the chat and i feel you this this round who? this round blaine how'd you do
2: yeah. Can't complain a whole lot. I was a little worried once I saw my scores start coming in and I front loaded my team heavily with um, Atlanta guys. And so I, at one point I was round rank sixth, and I only fell off from there, but I still finished in the top 300 for the round, which I'm not going to complain about when you've got this many players being top 300 is a good start. Um, 79 points. Yeah. Um, it's, it's decent. I'm seeing other scores. Uh, there was definitely room to improve. My bench did not hit very well. I ended up having to make some changes, but lots of fives and sixes on a week like this where you're, none of my teams got clean sheets. I don't think I hit a cl- single clean sheet right, which is why I've been telling you, don't bother looking for clean sheets. Go for bonus point producers. And I did, and it worked. Uh, Mensa got a seven. Gutman for Red Bulls got a six. Uh, Zussi got a five. Um, and then I ended up switching because I had Sapong and Nani on the bench. I was busy with some friends Friday night and could not get that one switched out. Um, that's pretty much my only big mistake for the week. so I ended up bringing in Ariaga and he got a five. So I can't complain with my defense there. It's just 79 is not great. Not terrible. Um, did not drop me out of the top 100 in overall rank, um, sitting what was that just looking it up 202 for fantasy qualifiers about 10 points back of the top 50 right now seems to be my spot is always about 10 points back from the top 50. so but given how crazy the week was and how many good players had bad scores or worse scores than i did um, i'm not going to complain a whole lot uh One thing I will shout out here is Skylar came on the show last week and picked up the MLSFI curse. I did beat him in the invitational head to head. I know he's been a league leader in there all season long. And so that's a big win for me to take down, but I think it's more to do with Skylar just coming on the show and he even got a 74. So really a mixed bag this week. Um, Yeah. Just 79, not bad, not great. I'll take it and just move on from here.
0: Yeah, we see a lot of mixed bag, like I said, in the comments we have. Uh, Fizz has got 103. That's the highest score I've seen who's joined us. So congrats right there. A few 90s, some 80s. Uh, good job. I, unfortunately, was in that same uh, little boat with you all, Blaine. And I only got a 70 this week. We're going to end on a high note with Nathaniel in just a second. Uh, I only got a 70. And the the same thing happened to me as, as with you. I had a fantastic early week i had about 30 something points on my bench and i was like this this is this is some good times i'm looking forward to this and i needed to decide on a a switch that i wanted to make and uh, one of the other YouTube creators who I like to watch it's a video game channel his name is John from Mini a true nerd he has this little segment that he does in lots of his videos where he goes let's talk about the things that Reid did wrong and that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight of course John Reed swapped it around and uh, yes what did Reed do wrong well I saw these scores in the bench I saw I saw Minsa with 7 I saw Zelarion with 11 and I saw Mihailovic with 11 and I was like alright I got two guys coming in for my defenders I need to get rid of one of my field players and I looked at Moreno and I looked at Tati and I said to myself, ah, I want bonus points. So I'm going to get rid of the forward. I'm going to keep the midfielder. No. What did you do, Reed? You said it last week. What does Tati do? He shoots and shoots and shoots and racks up bonus points and you're crazy and you dropped him for Moreno that had a tougher game against Nashville. You knew it, but for some reason you just were like midfielders get bonus points. So I did that. Uh Moreno got six points for me. And um what, Tati ended up getting 13, something like that. Uh yeah, yep. so so I left uh, I left some points on the table right there. Fortunately, I did still have Maxi uh in, in my bench or on my on my team, and so I got that 14. Uh, but it was a lot of underperforming for me. My my best players were on my bench, and my field players did not produce as well as I had hoped. So um yeah, 70 points there won almost all of my head-to-heads though still so it was definitely a rough week for a lot of people I had two wins and a draw with the head-to-heads uh so so I can definitely see uh, I'm in good company with the poor scores based on Skylar and based on lots of you all in chat as well and you Blaine is it, this was just one of those crazy weeks however someone who is not in that same boat with us
1: it's Nathaniel how did your team do uh, well, uh, now I feel bad, but uh, I ended up on 92 points this week, um, which was great. Uh, that was week rank 34. And what was even more important to me is that puts me uh, 26 for Champions League. I have not qualified yet. Uh, I was I was close on the first one and have come up short at the post in the last two uh, sessions. So I was really happy about that um, team just ended up Uh, sort of doing well. I feel like uh, I got unlucky at, um, well, probably not unlucky, but I chose poorly on goalkeepers and uh, my Seattle players didn't do anything, but I feel like based on everybody else, like everybody was in the same boat there. Like I didn't even have the same goalkeepers as everyone. And it looked like everybody came up with a two and a two on their switcheroo for, on their keeperoo. Um, And then I had Rui Diaz and Ladero we didn't do great, um, but I got the Drucy captain, right? Uh, speaking of plugs for the show. Thank you. For, <laughs> thank you. Podcast. Um, Cause I think it was Ky- uh, Skyler that was talking about that on the last episode.
0: He was yeah,
1: uh, being a possibility. ability. Um, and this is for me, like it was a week where mm-hmm. I really, I wanted to push to be in a better position for champions League this time, instead of chasing it on the last week of the round. Um, and so I captain Drucy and that worked out. And then I had a, had a real like decision right at the end where my bench was failing, but I had gold on my bench. And it was like, well, I've already got Mihailovich's eleven. Do I leave both blanks on the field and just fingers crossed that gold comes through? And that's what I ended up doing. And he did. So um that was a that was a nice eleven points and basically like my last player on the field. So um it's a good week, and now we'll see if I can not screw it up the rest of this.
0: I <laughs> know. good, off to a good start. Yeah, that Austin Dallas game was just absolutely bananas. People who invested that that score line just as I was watching on my phone, I didn't I didn't watch that game live. I was just thinking, wow, that's that is not what I expected anywhere at all. So yeah, all the all the forwards there just just tearing. Up. All, all the offensive players there just tearing it up like crazy. So uh, yeah, no, some some great stuff there. Uh, Yeah, but no, great, great, uh, great score for you. I was trying to, I had in my head, I was going to say great round all around. No, that's not what happened. It was a rough round for many people. Great round for you. Uh, And I think you said it right, that um, you went with some of the players that were chalk. And and that's what I think was safe for a lot of people. Why a lot of people are in this boat is maybe they started this round with some of the chalky picks, some of the, the uncertainty with, with the all-star game and, and just some weird things that were going on, but but, yeah, not a bad way for many people to start the fourth qualifier. Still plenty of time left. You've got uh, four more rounds in the qualifier. Still plenty of time to catch up and uh, get off to to a, uh, a good start or a good finish to get into the Champions League for the 2021 season. Should be good times. Let's talk quickly about some general takeaways for this. Uh, I don't have any to add because I just don't feel like I uh, – I am deserving to provide any takeaway since my team did did so poorly um, besides just you never know what's going to happen with with MLS. So uh, Blaine, what did you take away from this week?
2: Yeah, I, I've got two kind of I told you so's and they paid off this week really well. Uh, Gald hit for Vancouver um, when we were struggling to find good midfielders. Gald had one of the better scores of the rounds. Uh, Vancouver seems to be flying right now with him out there. Uh, I think this has got to be on everybody's radar at this point. Vancouver are legit, and if we're missing some key names, which we will be for um, World Cup qualifying and all of that, uh, he's got to be on the radar as a midfielder. Just another great week for him coming in, just involved in everything. And Vancouver's finding a way to score a lot of goals right now with that going on. And then uh, Portland showed up. I was a little nervous about this game. I faded Rui Diaz and Ladero. I talked about them being fallbacks last week if other players don't hit. Um, I stuck with my gut on that one. I faded Seattle players, and Portland showed up with the clean sheet. I don't. I just had that feeling. And so Portland, I was I was really hard on them a couple of weeks ago after they gave up six to Seattle. I bet against them with Sporting. And got burned by that a little bit. Uh, didn't bet against them this time. When they're when they've got a chip on their shoulder, they can be a really solid team. I think they're really hit or miss. So don't don't bank on Portland. Don't rely on Portland too much. But if they've got that attitude, don't overlook them when don't pick against them just because you're you think the other team's really hot right now. Portland shows up when they've got that attitude going. Um, the Revolution finally looked like a normal mls team missing heel and buchanan uh that was surprising i'm gonna have we're gonna have to watch that buchanan's with um canada now and uh heel is back in the states he is training again that's a huge boost for them but until he starts i think new england's a team you kind of need to shy away from without him now Bo didn't start this one either but when they're missing both of those midfielders, I don't think they're quite as potent and I not a team I'm going to be relying on. And then I had a question more than anything. Cause I couldn't tell by, I got to watch part of the game. Um, was Atlanta's offense just bad or did Nashville's defense really show up? Um, and I didn't get to see enough of the game to really get a good answer on that, but that concerns me. I thought there were going to be a lot of goals there. Nashville ended up getting the two I expected them to get, but Atlanta didn't score. And I'm not sure if that's based on Atlanta being unable to find ways to score or if Nashville's defense just kind of solidified. And I know they've been up and down, but if their defense is getting back in rhythm, they're a defense I want to keep an eye on. It's just they haven't been doing it lately.
0: All right. Nathaniel. Um
1: uh, well I I was uh I'm on the same I'm with Blaine on the Vancouver thing, and I had in my notes that Vancouver and Montreal, Vancouver based on like the last three weeks, and Montreal sort of based on the whole season, are two teams I need to like reset my brain about. Like, my I'm like anchored to the idea that they're both horrific, and when I'm just like scrolling the schedule, I I I think I dismiss them faster than I should, and I think it's become clear recently that. Mihailovic and Gold are both legitimate plays if they're at home and uh, maybe even on the road against uh, like mid table to lower table defenses. Um, I I think you have to be able to, uh, if you're looking at my other, my other two are make sure you set your date range sliders correctly. If you're analyzing whether you should have DC United players in your team, because. man they have just like i don't they all like got together and and i don't know like burned the right incense or something because they're beating teams up and like really putting the press on and turning teams over deep in the other team's half and um and producing chances and producing goals out of that too not just turning them over and making them look bad but like actually getting goals out of it um but if you look at their season as a whole if you view the whole thing like Uh, you know, they're, they're down in some of those metrics. They're down on the rankings a little bit. They're still only in seventh, I think, in the Eastern conference. Um, But for our purposes, for fantasy purposes, they're, they're right up there as like, or should be, I think, considered like right next to the top of the Eastern conference, as far as options and stuff like that. Like good matchups are really good matchups for them. Uh, And then my last one is just that I kind of of the opinion that both LA teams can be picked on for the foreseeable future. Um, LAFC is going to be missing some guys from call-ups. Uh, it looks like they're, I mean, they're, you know, we mentioned that they're looking at possibly selling Rossi um, here at the end of the European transfer window. And to me, it seems like maybe they're kind of, they're, they're either really happy with their young guys or they're kind of giving up the ghost this year. And then the galaxy are just, can't seem to not get let in goals and so as a result I think both teams are something that you can look at and you know maybe you don't take the defense against them because they both do score goals but I think both of them if you've got offensive guys going against them those are reasonable matchups even if the offensive guys team doesn't end up winning.
0: Yeah I think we're definitely seeing some rebuilding with both of those teams kind of the beginning for Bradley's squad right here of of sending awesome guys and, and like thinking about the future and then that's what's happening right now at, at, at Galaxy is we're just seeing some that shift in the coaching change They're not getting that bump like we saw Toronto had for a little bit, and, and now that's gone, and, and Atlanta's had, and then now that's kind of slacking off, and, and that's kind of what's happened with with L.A., some, some rebuild. Uh, I will add two things. I lied. Uh, I, I did have a couple of things to add. One is to expand upon what Blaine said. I think it's a combination of both about Atlanta and Nashville. Uh, Atlanta had a, the majority of possession for that game, so they were moving around the field, but they just weren't able to make the best – Effort with with possession. Nashville was able to sit back into its defensive roots and just play comfortably back there. But they have just been getting this offense going, like they've been doing for all season. They were able to outshoot and out xg Atlanta with the opportunities they generated. So um, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, as as they would say in archers, that you you didn't have a good productive offense from Atlanta and then you just had Nashville that was doing what it needed to do on both sides of the ball to come out with that with that score so uh that was that was good for them and then I will also pick on Columbus um that was that was a huge emotion for me that that game uh, which I'm going to partly blame on Ben Bear who sends me a message on Twitter being like yeah fancy boss and then and then goals Uh, but I mentioned I was a little hesitant about room last week because of previous games with Columbus and Cincinnati and Cincinnati being able to get some goals in and Columbus's general down and uh, that's what happened 3-2 in Columbus's favor but they gave up those goals Mensa was still the good pick from the bonus point point of view like Blaine was saying not clean sheet hunting but I I do think that when it comes to Columbus that they're almost falling into that bench team category like these are guys you want to switch a ruse not necessarily guys who you want to be the the spine and the main part of your team out there on the field so columbus is in my mind a bit more of a bench play uh, when you're looking at them because they're just not they're not able to get some of the clean sheets and some of the offense um isn't as predictable maybe Zellerion is your one suggestion of who could still be in your field and and I could see that uh, but there's just some inconsistency in general around columbus that that makes me wonder. And, and I feel like even a Zella might be a better bench play if it's an early game, if, before you decide what you're going to put out there. So.
2: Yeah. Well, Columbus has been plagued by injuries and absences too. I mean,
0: they have, so, I uh, mean, and this is, it's not, and that's all that's part of it is we're, yeah. we can, we can split hairs and say who's there, who's not, who's injured, but it at the end of the whole, whole holistic yeah. view of it, bench.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that, I think Zella is like the only one that, and even him, like if you look back at his scores, it's like he's a constantly threatening guy, but his scores don't necessarily in fantasy like line up with this guy should be an auto start, which I think is one of the reasons that he doesn't end up in a lot of our squads like mm-hmm. week, and, week out. Like he is not matchup proof the way the top like three or four, you know, three or four midfielders end up being a lot of the times. So, like uh, yeah. Despite having talent to put up 17 or 18 on it any given week, it's just not there certainly not from a consistency standpoint.
0: All right, well, uh, that's what we have for our quick review of the previous round uh, we're gonna be starting to go into housekeeping next as we get ready for round 19. All right, let's talk housekeeping for round 19. First as always going to highlight the league leaders in the MLS Fantasy Boss Network of Leagues. Uh that will be one fewer next year because if you saw the post on Reddit recently, all of that's just sort of shifted to Discord, so this will likely be the last year that we have the r/fantasy slash mls uh a league. So uh, RIP for that that uh that community. It's uh, it's, it's kind of painful, but it's time. Time, uh, but anyway, leading the MLS fantasy boss and the R slash fantasy MLS classic league is still Nawa Joa. Uh, but over at Discord, there's been some shakeups in almost every place. Every place else after this, uh, Discord, we now have Brian Coral FC who's winning, and then over at the Patreon Open, Ryan Anderson MLS fantasy stats uh, been on the show this year definitely is uh, is leading in that league. Over for our head to heads, uh, the Discord head to head. We have Sarkar with a score of 16 0 and 2. Sorry, a record of 16 0 and 2, who's winning by points. That is a three way tie there right now. Uh, Over in Patreon, we have Sasa Juniors uh, jump back up to first uh, with a record of 14 0 and 4. Again, three way tie based on points there. And then even with the embarrassing loss to Blake, no, sorry, sorry, but that's, that's not what that. Uh, too too good to pass up. Even with a loss to blame, Skyler still has a solid lead on first in the MLS Fantasy Insider Patreon. Sorry, not Patreon. MLS Fantasy Insider hosts Experts League Invitational long, 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 uh, with a record of 14-0-4. Um, so you got a message in chat. Uh hey Reed, how about Tyler beating 3 of the top 5 MLS fantasy insider head to head teams in 3 weeks. Uh Tyler, good job. If you want to hear uh more from Tyler, then maybe we'll get him back on the show. Let us let us know send send me an ad or hit us up on Discord. But yeah, Tyler's doing very well with some of his his picks. Uh, but yeah, that's how the the leagues are turning out. Super fun, super fun leagues and that's another bonus to being a Patreon supporter is you can get into some of our Patreon exclusive leagues right there. Uh and, and then Nathaniel, you're in the the head to head league. That's another one yep. of the the perks of being right there. So it's yep. tough, isn't it? It's tough.
1: It is. I uh I I didn't actually expect to do very well at all. And then I started doing better than I thought. And then I just got disappointed when I got hammered like six weeks in a row. So <laughs> I'm right back. Uh, I actually got a I got a win this week. Um Against somebody I recognize from Discord, um, so that was nice. But yeah, it's it's rough. I put up a lot of good weeks and then just get smoked by 8, 10, 12 points. Just like, yeah, it's
0: it's yeah. it's no it's it's no kidding. But head to heads are like they're great equalizer. So you can it's it's just a fantastic like like Blaine showed us this week. It doesn't matter who you are, you can. You can get a you can get a great score.
1: I feel incredibly proud. I gave Skylar one of those losses. There you go. <laughs> Look
0: at that. I well, I lost like, to him. One
1: of those like one ten to one oh eight weeks too. It's not like anybody did bad.
0: Yeah, we had a really close one. I'm I'm one of his wins, but we had a really close one. It was like six or eight points a couple weeks ago. So yeah, it was rough. All right, let's talk about round nineteen. This is not a double game week. Uh, this is a, a very chill round uh, maybe a frustrating round it's some some hard choices this week I think uh, but everything starts Friday September 3rd at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, the fun kicks off with Nashville versus New York City at 7:30 then also at 7:30 we have Philadelphia versus New England and then at 8 we have Houston versus Portland and at 10 we have LAFC versus Sporting Kansas City so they do have Eight teams playing on that Friday night. Everybody else plays on Saturday. So be sure you have your lineup set by 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, or you're going to miss out on a lot of players. So be mm-hmm. sure you get that. As I already mentioned, no team is on a double game week, but a lot of teams are on a bye week. So it's super easy for everyone to find scrubs to get your switcheroos and autoroos working. Uh, Seattle the New York Red Bulls, Toronto, D.C., Chicago, Minnesota, L.A. Galaxy, Montreal, and Atlanta all on a bye week. If you're watching or listening right now, if you're listening, it's probably tomorrow. But if you're watching right now, uh, be sure to double check your Vancouver players. They're currently listed as having a bye. That is not true. Vancouver is playing. Uh, Just an update issue. Likely, Skylar, will get to that over the next couple of days. But don't be fooled. Vancouver is playing. I believe it's a makeup game. Um, I saw some chat earlier on. I think this is a makeup game, but Vancouver is playing in round 19. So those those guys are in play.
1: I believe that that is also true for Austin. Sorry to interrupt. Ah. Austin is Also listed. It's the same game. So it's mm-hmm. probably the same issue, but Austin players are listed as being on a buy as well. Yep. Um, and they're not.
0: <laughs> so double check that. Uh, now I'm going to turn over to Blaine for the suspension and injury report. Also call-ups this week and a big hats off to Uh, to tyler for getting that together for us uh, again as he's been doing fantastic work this year in the discord pinning those things
2: yeah um i always love when i can start this off with good news and i know we kind of talked about it a little bit but carlos heel was spotted back at training with new england today uh always good to see guys coming back i highly doubt he's available for this weekend but keep an eye on that because stranger things have happened if he rehabbed well enough and he's ready to go i mean a guy like a guy of his caliber probably doesn't need much to get back in with the team. If he's fit, uh, I could see him starting this one. So just keep an eye on that. I wouldn't put him in your lineup, but I would definitely keep an eye on that because if he is in the lineup, he's a guy I'm going to want to go get. Um, Also Ladero and Blanco both got starts this weekend in a rivalry game. So that's always good news to see. Um, I hope those guys are getting back to where we can rely on them for fantasy and don't have to worry about checking lineups all, all the time. But they both got starts. Uh, When guys start getting more minutes and start starting games, especially important games like that one, I tend to think they're healthy and ready to go. I could see some load management for both of them, but I could also see it just going 90 minutes from here on out. Uh, So keep an eye on that, but they are back. Um, Yellow cards, uh, Van Rinken for Portland and Elliott for Philly are the two that are affecting us this week. Uh, They both picked up fifth yellows, so they're gonna be suspended for a game. Uh, Duncan for Red Bulls also picked up a fifth yellow. As far as I can tell, they are on a buy this week, but going to go ahead and throw it out there that look for Duncan to be on this list for a little bit. Uh, no red cards that I saw. I haven't heard any major injuries. I uh, haven't been able to get up to up to date on those. Uh, we do have one huge transfer report coming out today, and that is Diego Rossi is going to Fenerbahce in Turkey. Uh, I guess he was spotted getting on a plane and headed over there. MLS has talked about it, that that deal looks like it's basically done. Uh, He is out of the country, so he will not be available this weekend for sure. And probably done for the season on that one. So keep that in mind as we go forward. Oh, Tyler's given to me. I did see Williamson for Portland did come off early. I guess it came out today that that is a uh, torn ACL. So that could, that'll be, season injury. yeah, that'll be season injury ending. And Tyler's also telling me Fry should be available versus um, Minnesota for Seattle. So goalkeeper toss up right there, whether it's going to be Fry or Cleveland, I'm sure they'll put Fry back in, but we lose a lot of our cheap options there. And then Tyler was gracious enough to give us a whole list of international call-ups, uh, tons of names on there as we expected um, of, let me get my two sheets going, um, of it, Atlanta's going to be missing Bello, Robinson, Hernandez, and Joseph Martinez, uh, Chicago's got Calvo and Jimenez out, Cincinnati's missing Madarita, who does score some goals, uh, Colorado's going to be missing Kellen Acosta and Mark Anthony Kay, uh, DC is going to be missing uh, Nahar, Flores, and Moreno, those are three guys that played quite a bit. Dallas is down Pepe. Pepe's getting his first call-ups with the senior team. A uh, huge opportunity for him there, but that's going to take him away from Dallas. And uh, Brian Acosta is the other big name out of Dallas. It won't be there. Uh, Houston, I don't think anybody's really picking these guys. They're missing a handful of guys. LA is going to be down. LeJet and Dos Santos again. Um, and uh, Ravellison is also on this list at the moment. So if you look in there, that puts question into the forefront of guys that could potentially play. He's got some decent points. Um, LAFC has got Palacios, Sepuentes, uh, uh, Kim moon and Brian Rodriguez gone along with Diego Rossi now, so they're going to be really thin. Uh, Pizarro and Robinson for Miami. Uh, Retala and Metzner. so two defenders from Minnesota that are out. Montreal always gets hit hard. Uh, Kamal Miller, their goalkeeper, Pentemis. Uh, Piet, Kyoto Strina, Kiza, and Ibrahim are all gone there. Those are guys that have done well this year for fantasy, so look for some changes. But the couple of big-name scores that we like are still around. Nashville's going to be down. Zimmerman, Godoy, and Leal for their major ones. Uh, Turner, Buchanan, and Books are also out for New England. Sands, Callen, Cheneau, and Thorinson for New York City. Galicia, Mendez for Orlando. Uh, Blake, Powell, Burt, Gazdag, um, Martinez, Mbizo, and Montiero for Philly. Uh, Philly gets wrecked when it comes to CONCACAF play, and they're missing uh, just a ton of guys. Again, I do trust some of their names, but they're still going to be down quite a few. Um, RSL is going to be missing Miriam. Um, San Jose's got, this one's listed as M. Lopez. I don't think that's Chofis. I'm pretty sure that's not. Uh, Seattle's going to take their hits like normal. Uh, Roldan, Roldan, Ruiz Diaz, Ariega, Nuhu, and Smith. Um, again, that's just, they get stripped when this happens uh, we're, and lose a lot of playmakers. Sporting has got Kinda and Shallowy. I know we talked about both of those a little bit last week, but those did come through. Toronto's going to be down Lorea, Asoria, Lawrence, Avelata, Soteldo, and Mavinga, so that's another crazy team that's going to lose a bunch of people. And then Cavallini and Kripo are gone for Vancouver. Um, if you join Discord, or if you're on Discord, you can get that whole you can get access to that whole list. Tyler was great to send it to us today. I just wanted to go through the whole list tonight, and we probably won't hit it as the in as that in depth next week. But it's nice to see it. It's nice to have it and just hear all those names. So you get them in the back of your mind as you go forward for the next couple of weeks, because these guys are going to be gone for a little bit
0: yeah for sure uh if you want to find out more about how to join discord it's easy it's free head over to mlsfantasyboss.com slash discord and uh, all the information is right there yeah it's a great community lots of different uh, sub forums where you can talk and chat different channels you can chat with people about fantasy about off-topic stuff and about some of the other fantasy leagues as well for different uh different teams in the different countries so uh, but we're talking mls fantasy that's that's it, we're here. Over 800 people are a member of our Discord server, which includes some of the top players in the game. So yeah, definitely check it out. It is a, a fantastic source. All right, uh, great summary there. Lots of moving and shaking. This is, this is why it's gonna be a strange rough round and why I think picks have been kind of frustrating this week because there are so many ups and downs and unknowns with uh, who's going to be playing and how that's going to impact. So that's what we're gonna be talking about next uh, in our Player Pick section. All right, let's talk player picks. Uh, First, just real quick, uh, guys, what are a couple of games that you're really looking forward to seeing this week, Blaine?
2: Yeah, um, even with the absences, I think SKC LAFC is one of those games that could really open up. Um, Just got that feeling that it's going to be one of those goal fests again. uh, Sporting's defense hasn't been the strongest at times, but LAFC is missing so many attacking players, so this may be just triple up on SKC and hope for the best. Uh, No shallowy means you lose one option there, but Polito I think, got a seven without a goal or an assist the last time out. So, and I haven't trusted the LAFC defense much lately. So that's a, that's a game I'm really going to be watching. And then the, the makeup game, Vancouver and Austin, I just, I think that one's primed for a blow up score. I don't know quite which way it's going to go. These two teams are trying to prove where they're at in the league, show that they're not just pushovers I think both of them have found some scoring for them lately and I could see this one just blowing up for five or six goals uh, with the way these two teams are playing. And so I just, I'm looking forward to it. I think that's going to be my must watch on Saturday for those games. Cause I just, I'm expecting fireworks from two teams. I don't normally sit down and watch very often.
0: I'm going to throw two more on that list Uh, for me, Philadelphia, New England. I think that could be uh, a really good game for New England. Philly is missing a lot. Of, of pieces there and so i know people are like well heel is maybe maybe a bag is he gonna get how many maybe he plays and and people are gone but philadelphia is missing a lot of people so i still think there could be some good opportunity for some new england players mm-hmm. right there and then i'm also going to throw cincinnati versus miami on here because i've got a flyer a punt pick from this team that could could pay off so i'm i'm excited about that uh, nathaniel what about you
1: um, I also I'm with I'm with Blaine. I had Vancouver and uh, and uh, Austin on my list. Um, Vancouver has been all over the place lately, and hard to look at the scoreline of the highlights from that Austin Dallas game and not think, well, this could be fun. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, Nashville and NYCFC on my list. Uh, I think uh, looking at Discord and then and just looking at uh, who the call ups are and stuff like that, I think that that could be a game that produces points. Um, think that uh, on both sides and then I have Houston and Portland on my list uh, mostly because uh, Houston is bad and they're uh, yet they still get hit real hard by international call-ups and they're missing a couple starting defenders and a couple starting midfielders and if Sebastian Blanco starts I feel like Portland could score a bunch of goals um they might also give up a bunch of goals but I think they could score a bunch of goals in that game uh, so that one's I'm sort of gotten got circled uh, to pay attention to lineups uh, when, when those come out.
0: All right, well, let's talk players. And as always, let's start out with keepers, defenders and clean sheets. Blaine, what
2: do you like? Yeah, I didn't like the listings of clean sheets this week. Sure. Um, Nashville about the only team I put on there. Uh, given call-ups and rotation and just where the, where these matchups are being played, who's playing them, road versus home form. And all of that. I just don't see a lot of clean sheets happening at all. I think every team this week could easily score a goal. I think Nashville's probably got the best chance, but I mean, it's New York City. And so that's always worrisome. Tati has been scoring like crazy. So who knows on that? So go back to your bonus point, uh, guys. Uh, Some teams I like on this are, like I said, Nashville, but I like Colorado as well. Uh, defense has been playing really well. If there, There's like, there's always an outside shot for a clean sheet there. And and so I'm going back to my bonus points. Uh, goalkeeper is probably Willis to Yarbrough. Um Yarbrough's been standing on his head this year and got the most clean sheets of any goalkeeper in MLS this season, which, I mean, if you're going to gamble on no clean sheets, you might as well go with the guy who's had the best record of getting them. And he's been picking up bonus points. Colorado gives up some shots, but they give them up in ways he can save them. Uh, and then going back to the three trusted defenders I've used quite a bit this year, and that's Mensa, Abubakar, and Wagner. Um, you're looking for bonus points, a little bit of offensive potential. Those three guys are there. Uh, all of them can score goals when they need to, when they get the opportunity. And just those three, I've just really served me well. Um, the obvious missing one here is Fontas for Kansas city. I, I, I like him, too. I just don't know what to expect on the road, missing a couple of, of key players in the attack. I just don't know what's going to happen with that game. And I'm going with the ones that I think are
1: a little more trusted this week. Nathaniel, what about you? Um, My clean sheet list is, I mean, similarly, uh, I don't feel real strongly about any of them. I feel strong with Blaine. I think there could be a lot of goals this weekend, or at least a lot of uh, not zeros on the board. Um, I have Nashville as well. I also have SKC. Um, I'm SKC tends to uh, give up uh, really cheap goals really early in the game uh, when they're at home, and then they do a lot better on the road. They've got you know clean sheet of Colorado uh, to their name and uh, some generally low-scoring games. I just think there's a shot that with LAFC up in the air and losing Rossi and uh, Rodriguez getting called up that um, – There might not just be enough firepower for LAFC. Uh, And then uh, I'm sorry, Reed, but I also have Miami. They've been playing a lot better defense recently. Um, I know it's a road game. I'm not super locked into them, but at the same time, like, it's a possibility. Um, As a result, though, my goalkeepers are Clark uh, into Marsman right now, and that could change. Um, Clark because I think – uh, Houston is missing some guys. I think uh, Portland obviously showed well this last week um, and they play on day one and then Marsman because I think there's a possibility that uh, their defense has become sound enough that um, Cincinnati can't find a way through. And then my defenders right now are essentially uh, Fanta's um, right in the middle. And then I have Bravo and Wagner on the bench. Um, with Rosenberry and Antonio Carlos on the field and uh Antonio Carlos and Rosenberry would be the scrub outs if uh the two guys on the bench hit uh if one of them doesn't I would probably prioritize having Antonio Carlos in my lineup over uh Rosenberry right now that's sort of where I sit uh
0: nice yeah so for me uh clean sheets uh I'm not I'm not counting on that I'm like playing definitely not something Maybe New England on the road against that weekend Philadelphia team. I think Sporting Kansas City has a shot. Orlando's got a shot. Uh, Colorado probably has has a decent shot, uh, but it's not something I'm really banking on. Uh, those are some teams out there. Out there, goalkeepers. So I am looking at a Turner Yarborough keeparoo perhaps uh, again I, i'm kind of focused in on this philadelphia game and uh, I'll, I'll think more about it see what people are saying in discord chat but uh, new england's got a lot of its back line there still and we've got jones there we've got we've got Farrell there we've got a lot of the guys and philly is missing a lot missing so much and so i think there is a good shot at philly for or at new england for a road i'd go with with the new england keeper it's the second first game second game everyone to look at it of of the round there's still plenty of options for keeper rue after that i'm looking at colorado um, not super sold on san jose but i'm i'm not a huge fan of of that having to wait that that late um but i just don't like a lot of the other options i i don't trust cincinnati not to give up a goal so i've seen i saw uh, Ted mentioned Cameron. Bold pick. I don't trust Cincinnati not to give up a goal to Miami, but I still feel like that they could sneak one pass. So I'm not looking at Miami as a keeper. I've mentioned what I think about Columbus before with giving up. Orlando, though, is a question mark, because they still do have Zellerayon, who can't put there. Vancouver, Austin, like you said, Blaine, could be just bananas. So, I mean, I'm thinking it may be that Colorado game that has the best shot at another clean sheet, and so that's, that's what I'm looking at, New England and Colorado as – as my keeper because New York still has Tati. They still have Maxi. So they still have people who can generate chances and have the ability to score on Nashville. So I'm not necessarily sold on that, Uh, but I've got Nathan. Yeah. I just saw that pop up in chat. I've got Fontas. I've got Nathan. I've got Carlos on my team right now. Uh, Everybody else there are just, just bench scrubs. Uh, I'd look at Jones. I'd look at Youngworth as well for Vancouver. Um, that, that could be a good bonus point production right there. And uh, so those are some other guys I'm, I'm throwing around to add to the list of what, what you all have already said. Uh, let's see here.
2: Yeah. I want to comment on two things. Yep. Uh, one, I like Colorado this year a whole lot. I don't trust San Jose's defense, even at home. Uh, just, I, I thought about Nathan. I was like, Ooh, San Jose is playing. A lot of my other defender options are, or a lot of defender options are missing. They've got a home game when I'm looking at a lot of road defenders, and then I thought it was Colorado, so I I shied away from that one pretty quick because I know Nathan gets talked about pretty much every week as one of those fan favorites. And then Nathaniel, I have to ask, you said Miami defense. Will you Breck Shea if he starts? <laughs> Ashley
1: would want to know if she was no, here. Oh, I I have a I have a, a vaguely love relationship with Breck ha- Shea, but also hate. Because uh, I was sitting real close to the field when he was on Dallas and came to SKC. And it was like he was in full flower. And it's been years ago, though. So, uh, no, I don't believe that I will break Shea, even, uh, even if he starts. Um, I, uh, I, will, I will leave that to others. But, yeah, it was glorious. It was one of the best crosses I've ever seen. And I couldn't have been sadder about it while I sat in the stands. It was just ungodly good. Uh but no, no. The Pony Boy will not be on my squad, regardless of starting
0: uh for Ashley. Uh well let's move on to other players who are part of your squads and start talking about midfielders.
1: Nathaniel, kick us off here. Um okay. Uh right now I have Mukhtar from Nashville. I've got Rusnak. I actually currently have acosta from cincinnati which goes against my idea that miami might get a shutout uh and i have gold from vancouver and then in my middle spot i have nani on the field right now but in my mind that is a nani slash blanco spot and if Ah. blanco is starting for portland that is who i would have there and if he's not then i'm going to pay attention to the orlando lineup and if nani starts i'm putting him in and then if he's not starting I'm probably screwed because then I have to like think about it and it's already late on a Sunday and I'll make the wrong decision or whatever. But um, to me, uh, Blanco, I I think that, like I said earlier about the Portland game, I think there's a good opportunity there. And if if he starts again after starting and going 65, then I think he's healthy. I think there's a chance he goes 75, maybe even the full 90 and puts up some really nice points. And if not, then I have to pay attention to Nadi because obviously coming off injured and then only coming on as a sub that's still up in the air to me, whether he is a viable option to, I don't think he's a set and forget option. I think if you like Nani this week, you really need to be paying attention to lineups because that's, that's still up in the air.
2: Right. Blaine. Yeah. First thing I wrote in the rundown for this one is, is he back this round. I know he's in training. If he's there, it's first game of the weekend. Um, if he back, he's in a hundred percent. I'm not doubting it. I don't care if he only goes 60. If he back, he's in this round. Uh, Philly's missing too many guys. I will take that chance and run with it. Um, if he'll, yeah. And then the other five I've got right now, because I doubt he is in, but if he is, he's going. Um, Gald was the first guy I added to my list. I think he's playing way too well right now. Probably the best of the available midfielders that we've got. Um, given a few injury caveats there. I don't know that I can say he's better than Blanco, but I don't know what Blanco's fitness is still. I'm watching that closely. Um, and then going back to Mukhtar and Zella, both of those guys have been hitting regularly enough. Uh Mukhtar makes me a little nervous because New York City has been doing well, but they're missing a ton of their defensive guys this week. So I think this is the week they could go off. Zella is just he, he's so hit or miss, but this is Orlando and Orlando does not have the defense. I trust. So I'll go, I'll go right back to him. going to go with the safety pick and Jack price. Um, he's been, he's steady sevens and eights. He's not going to light it up, but if other things go wrong, he'll be steady and give me the points I want. And that needs taking a lot of set pieces and a lot of corners for them, which when you get a defensive guy, who's picking up defensive bonus points and taking set pieces, like it gets really, really good, really fast. Uh, That's why great news for Minnesota a few years ago was such a hot commodity as a defensive midfielder. He was taking set pieces and set pieces can completely change the outlook for a defensive mid and that's price steady floor, not a high ceiling, but I'll take it on a week like this. And then I'm also on the Lucho bandwagon, I think this is one of those weeks where. The competition at midfield is really thin. I don't trust a lot of guys I've seen. I don't trust Miami's defense. I think this is a game set up, ready for Lucho to have a decent score. Now, he'll probably be a bench player because the last time I expected him to get a decent score, he ended up with, I think, a three. And so I've trusted him before. I will not trust him to that degree again. But I... I I'm willing to take a flyer on it and see what happens here and go from there, because I think this is one of the better matchups you can have for this week.
0: Uh, To add to that, yeah, Mukhtar I like a lot as well. Uh, Gold I have Resnack on there. I also have Acosta. I thought that might have been my sneaky little – little punt there but uh no like like i said cincinnati tends to generate something and when they generate anything it comes from acosta i don't not high on brenner i haven't been high on brenner a lot most of the season he's just not been very consistent acosta has been consistent when something happens i think there is a chance for something to happen against miami i think they will give opportunities and i think acosta can take advantage of that maybe doesn't get a point the goal or the assist um, maybe they get a zero-zero draw, but I think he could get the bonus points from there. So I, I feel okay with that. Uh, probably a better bench play. He's on my field right now, just because I have players from Friday on my bench. Um, so, but no, I do, I do like Acosta. Uh, after that, it's it's so up in the air. Uh, I, I have Heel on the bench just because I agree with Blaine. If he if he's in, if he starts, you play him. I think you almost have to. Uh, I love the The Blanco shout out right there. I love uh, talking about Zach about Jack Price. Zella's uh, maybe though. Like I said, I'm kind of I'm kind of not all about Columbus and with them playing away at Orlando. I don't know. I feel like you could have some better options. Maxi could be a better option maybe than than going with that. But uh, there's just so much up in the air with that. I, I like midfielders better than forwards this week, and so I think. If you're going to be scrubbing a spot, if you're going to have heavier defense, that that you could scrub a forward before you would scrub a midfielder and get a better shot at at some bonus points. Speaking of forwards, seamless transition, yes, bonus points for me. Let's talk about the forwards that you guys are targeting for this round, Nathaniel.
1: Um, targeting is a strong word. Uh, I currently, right now, I have uh, C.J. Sipong on my bench. Um, I think the fact that uh, essentially the entire starting defense for NYCFC is out is a perfectly good reason to have one of the hotter forwards on my team. Uh, He's only on the bench because they're the first game, and I can afford to put him there. Um, The other guys on the field for me are Polito. I've said what I said about the SKC-LAFC game. Uh, I think there's goals in it, and to Blaine's point, uh, the man picks up bonus points as well. And then I have Gonzalo Higuain right now man, that doesn't make me happy to have him on the field, but that's where I am right now. I could also see I could see some other guys uh, nipping in there, but I think I see all the guys I would think about on other lists in the uh, on either you or Blaine's lists. and so I'll let people who like them better talk about them <laughs> All right Blaine,
0: which forwards are you settling for? How
1: about that?
2: Yeah I I was you were doing your midfielder section. I was like, can I just trade a couple of my forward spots for midfield spots this week? <laughs> I know, right? Like, I'd rather have a couple of guy other guys. But no, uh, I think Polito's kind of the chalky pick this week. Um, the bonus points, LASC missing so many guys, uh, no shallowy to take the take extra balls off on the wing. It's just gonna be Polito and Russell. That's gonna really play off nicely. But I wanted to look at other guys as well. And I know Reed does not have these guys on the list. And I know Nathaniel didn't talk about him, so I got three guys I can talk about real easy. Um, One of the first guys I went looking for was Ibovesi. I just – Colorado, I like their defense a lot, but Ibovesi's shown strong for San Jose. This is a team that's got something to prove. If they're going to make it run at the playoffs, they've got to start getting results now. And Ibovesi's used to playing with Portland and winning, and I don't think he likes going to San Jose and not winning, so – I expect that little bit of extra effort to try to bring that team around. And he's got some playmakers behind him that can get him the ball. So I could see that one being really good, but he's probably the weakest of the three I've got. I know we're talking about it Um, in the absence of Cavallini. It's Brian White, uh, former Red Bull, now playing for Vancouver. He has gotten on the score sheet a few times already this year. Um, When they're on, they're on, and he's going to be the starter with Cavallini out. So that could be a really sneaky option there to get in there. And then when I found out Austin was not on a bye, it's Dreusi, see, however you pronounce that, um I think he's up there at almost a must own. Uh this Vancouver defense has been giving up goals. Even while the team's scoring they give up a few. Um, Austin has looked lethal the last few games. Um I know they got shelled by Dallas, but they still put up three in an eight goal game. Like, and he's been involved in a lot of it. I just, I can't overlook him. I think, I think I'm going to say he's a must own this week, given how he's been playing and the way the other forward matchups are going. If you're going to own, you've got to own three forwards. You really should have two of them as prominent starters. I think he's a must own and Polito's right there with him as another potential must own. I think you could get away from either one of them a little bit, but if I was told I could only take two forwards this week, it was, it would be those two.
1: Darius is super sneaky too, because he put up a, put up 14 obviously with two assists, but that means he put eight, he put eight on the board as a forward with no attacking returns factored in like, that's a lot of bonus points for somebody in the forward spot. It's it is. yeah, it really is. It it's certainly worth like spending a lot of time looking at because, I mean, I love the man because he saved my week. But <laughs> past that, he's playing real well lately too. So yeah
0: two other names just to add in there for the considerations i mean if you're going to be having heel play you got to look at Bo. i think his his production tends to be better with heel and so that's that's a name you can throw out there Uh, again with philly missing so much he's probably number three on my list though so that's when i could easily switch for somebody else like a sapong that's that's a really good point about what what new york is missing as well for for what sapong could take advantage of uh but there's also tati and as i said last week with the advice i did not follow uh, Tati just shoots. He gets chances, and he takes those opportunities, and that tends to generate points and an XG, and and that's what he's all about. Now Nashville is not missing as much as New York is, and so you can have that argument for will he have those chances? So maybe he's also somebody who's on your chopping block, where you could look at somebody else like a trucey like a Sapong, like like a Polito. Uh, One of those guys, maybe even Amora or somebody from Portland. If you think that's going to be a hot train or one of the guys over at, at Dallas, since they were kind of sharing some goals this, this last week. So um, I I think you've got some options there and that you guys have covered a lot of the good ones. Do you have any switcheroos that you guys want to mention? I think we've kind of woven some of that into the conversation, but anybody else that you want to point
1: out that we haven't already touched on? didn't have a specific name because I literally wrote in like anybody you have a feeling about into Colorado.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Like the yeah. fact
1: the fact that they exist at the back end, like, and that seems like a good matchup for them. They've been playing well. Their defense puts up points. It's like, well, take your shot on whoever you want on your bench and you should be able, as long as you have the funds, you should be able to roll into some really strong defenders to take over for your uh, to take over for what would have been scrub spots uh, and that's kind of where I left it it's just like I'm going to pick whoever I want because I feel comfortable on the switcheroo on the back end of just you know drop the two scrubs add in two you know two Colorado guys and feel pretty good about where I am while still being frustrated that my bench tanks, you know so
2: yeah I mean there's there's some names I'd be considering throwing out but i think it would be doing a disservice to our listeners to throw out extra names right now because i think the gap between the guys we're talking about and you guys have hit a lot of the names like tati and sapong are two names that i really like this week i just like my other names better yeah um like i don't want to throw out a bradley wright phillips because he's starting in place of zardes going into what is some a somewhat weak orlando defense because I think there's about seven forwards ahead of him for me this week. And money's not really an option at this point. We're having to go a little deeper. I mean, I'm talking about Brian White, who's 5.1. Like if I'm grabbing Brian White, I can I can afford Bradley Wright Phillips, no issues. Like it's not a there's not a trade-off there. So I just I, I don't think it would be doing a good service. Now I do think there's two names that I want to throw out, and one is Latif Blessing. Um, in the absence of all of those guys, he's the next guy up in the midfield. He could have one of those sleeper weeks where nobody's really talking about him. And all of a sudden he goes off. Um, he is one of those midfielders. I am a little worried about and kind of my, one of those guys on the fringe and the other name, and I know chat is talking about him right now. It's Gustavo bow. I don't think any of us mentioned him too much in there. If, if heel is playing, I think that brings Bo right back into contention for being closer to a must own in that top tier of forwards. If heel is not playing, I think Bo falls by the wayside. And so I think switcher is a good spot to talk about him. If you're looking at heel starting, if we see heel is starting and Bo's out there, I think you kind of got to look at Bo a lot closer and see if he's worth bringing in for this game because Philly is missing a lot of guys and Bo plays better with heel out there. But if he has gone, Bo's not on the radar. And I think we're all assuming he has gone. So we're not even talking about Bo, but it's a name we got to throw out there. And I think chat's right to talk about him in this section because he is, a, he is a viable player when he's got his team around him. And if his team's around him,
1: you kind of want him. Plus he has the benefit of being one of the two first games. It's like, you can check that and not think about it for the rest of the week. So it, I mean, it's certainly worth keeping in mind.
0: All right, well, let's get uh, wrap this thing up with captains. Who do you all like?
2: Blaine. I'm all over the place. Um, I like my midfielders. I don't like any of my midfielders that well. Um, I'm trying to play more midfield captains this week. Um, I kind of – I think – I initially put it on Zella because I think that's the best matchup for a midfielder. Um, Price was kind of my fallback there as a really safe option to go with i like gold but i'm not a hundred percent sold on the new on newcomers to mls getting that captain's armband that quick i just i haven't seen him have a bad game but i know as soon as i put the armband on him, that's when he's going to have his bad game and and it's just it, it's just it, it's a wild card there but if you want to go forwards, uh I like Polito, but I think Driussi would be my number one forward pick for the captain's armband over Polito. I just think the potential's there, the matchups good. I just, I think I'm I'm just all over the place. I'll I'll probably end up sticking it on Gall just because he's home midfielder with the best matchup that I like most potential, but I'm not sold on any of this really. Daniel. Uh,
1: I've got it on from now. I, I think he's on, he's on a heater and they've got it. He's at home. And that's where I am. There's I'm with Blaine. There's a lot of things that could change my mind. Um, but for right now, uh, I think that's, I think that's the, that's the bus pick. That's the, I'll be happy with that. If I somehow lose connection and can't change it later.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe that is a little bit of a chalk. That's who I have it on as well as Gold. uh, But I don't know. Like Blaine said, he is so new. Maybe he's still not on a lot of people's radar, so maybe it won't be as chalky as we think or won't be as chalky outside of maybe this community. Uh, I like that pick. Uh, I like doing something a little bit more bold with a captain since I do want to make up some from, from giving 70 points this week. Um, usually when I feel like that, I, I captain a forward. I don't know who would be the best forward to to go with yeah if this week if you go with i mean if that is sapong if you think he's going to take advantage of that or if that's jerusi or if that's Pulido or somebody then um i don't know but right now i have it on gold because i do like some of that uh, point production that he's had i like the uh, amount of goals that dallas scored against austin last week and uh and see some potential there for vancouver and hope that there could be some uh uh production right there so um, yeah gold's a kind of differential as well but maybe maybe not as much within this community so we'll see but yeah i have it on gold yeah. uh looking over at chat yeah i see a lot of the same gold. some people tempted by tati uh haha tyler uh, dare to joe willis captain no
2: <laughs> Never.
0: uh yeah, mukhtar or gold yeah yeah some different options uh mukhtar could be a, a decent one like i said uh, he's he's more of a bench play for me right now just because nashville has the first game it's easy to recover from that if, if something bad does happen so uh, i would not look at that myself but whatever makes you makes you have fun go for that all right well that's all that we have for the show tonight thank you everyone for uh for listening who joined us uh, i will get this up uh earlier this week uh, i thought i had it uploaded earlier last week but i had a little technical snafu that, that i got that uploaded later but yeah this will be uploaded uh, as soon as i can but let's wrap everything up with our plugs so nathaniel 360 what's your plug
1: oh well it's easy it's uh it's this patreon community and especially the discord community that's my plug i love it and it if you pay attention uh you can get uh, some amazing uh tips and as a result you have a lot more fun playing this game that we all seem to be obsessed with so that's my plug and even if you just do okay, it's still a fun community to be a part of. Exactly.
0: Blaine.
2: Yeah, just uh, keep Ashley in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, They're going through some stuff with the family right now, and that's why she's been gone for two weeks. Um, Just send her some well wishes or whatever. Tell her you miss her if you interact with her on Twitter. Uh, She's planning on being back next week, and just thinking about her, we miss her on these shows, and It's been a weird two weeks not having her she's missed one before and it's been okay but missing two in a row is really weird (laughs)
0: Uh, but yeah no feel free to to reach out to her i know she appreciated it last time Uh, not our news to share so but yeah just just do uh just do if you want to let ashley know you're thinking about her please please feel free to do that uh as for myself uh as, as nathaniel was saying Everything that's part of the MLS Fantasy Boss network of a community, the MLSFantasyBoss.com, the the Discord, the Patreon, uh, the MLS Fancy Insider, just head up to all those communities, head out to all those communities, there we go, and uh, think about becoming a part of them. The Discord community, as I said, is free, you just have to create an account, it's an easy process, uh, and, and it's a lot of fun, different areas to communicate with. Of course, we have the articles at MLSFantasyBoss.com. This podcast, which you are already listening to because you're very fine people on your podcast provider of choice, but also at YouTube. And so if you do like seeing it live, some of our little goofy before stream or before the hook gets cut off with the recording um, intros, you can you can check that out. And if you do that, yeah, please please like and share. Uh, with with YouTube, it does help us. And we do have growth throughout the time, which is still kind of amazing for me to see more and more people joining and, and following uh, and just joining this fantasy community because that's what it's all about at the end. Uh, it doesn't matter where you end up with your score, uh, but it's about having fun along the way and this community has just been such a blessing to be a part of and to to help build and to see grow that i'm so happy for people like nathaniel and everybody in chat like ted like shannon like tyler all you people that come in and week in and week out you make it fantastic so uh, i can't say thank you enough but as always i will say good luck